I did not hit her. I did not. Oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> the one time I was supposed to say it. Damn it. The one time you went to say <sighs> it. You let me down. Every day we draw closer to that movie. I'm so excited. It's going to be good. Episode 209, <laughs> we were just debating. It is 209. Apparently, yeah. Who's well, keeping track of this? What kind of this operation happened? are we running here where it's, we keep track of things? I'd say Go. it's loose and fast, but it's neither of those. This is a, a theme that is dear to my heart. It, it specifically it took some work, I have to, to say. My heart. It wasn't that hard, though. I think we, well, we should, the, th- the theme, as we mentioned last episode, was uh, movies that Shane hasn't seen. Yeah. Which, and, uh, it's a tiny, tiny list of movies. I, I, look, I don't think it's as, I think you give me far too much credit. Oh. I've seen a stupid amount of movies that goes that way. Um, and yes, I think in all the episodes, with the 20, 30 odd episodes we've done, maybe once or twice we've come across ones I haven't seen. Yeah, but never an entire theme where you haven't seen any of them. No, and that's what this is. It's groundbreaking. I love it. There's always movies on my list where I'm like, I've got to watch this. I need an excuse to watch this And I haven't watched it yet. This is really irritating. So the first movie was The Firm. Because that's one I've been meaning to watch for so long. I was really surprised about that. Yeah, it surprises me. Yeah. Um, It was such a popular movie of its time and... One of the things I remembered when I watched this movie again was, of course, it's based on a John Grisham novel, which was a big thing in the 90s. Like, yeah. They made a lot of movies on the back of John Grisham novels. It was like Pelican Brief about this came out about the same time. Yeah, yep. All of that that kind of... And I love all that, uh, Time to Kill and, and all those kinds of... I think there was a... I think when I was writing up the notes for the firm, there was a remake in like 2015 or something. There was, yeah. Mm. <laughs> which I don't know why. Just leave it alone, people. <laughs> like, just, if you're going to remake, remake stuff, pick bad things to remake. <laughs> yeah. We've gone over this before. It's insane. Um, so the firm was the first movie. Uh, Battlefield Earth was the second film. Yeah, which um, we, we discovered you hadn't seen that. I had seen it, and I've, I've, I'd kind of been saving that. Yeah. Because I was like, I've heard that this is a piece of crap wrapped in crap, and we know I love a good bad movie. And, and I was, have I'm, my bad movie club as well. It's been on our agenda for a very long time. That, that was Mick's nomination from last season of the worst movie ever. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Mm. Um, and, yeah, so that was good to get off to check off the checklist. Um, but that was purely just out of the enjoyments of bad movies, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, no, like that was just movie. your sick, twisted, depraved, you know. Yeah, like I just love shitty movies. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and the last one was Lego Batman movie, which, yeah, uh, which, which is mean, relatively new. Yeah, we can yeah. forgive you for that one. Cause it's only it only just came out in DVD, and uh, I really liked the Lego movie, so yeah. I was very keen. And I'm a huge Batman nerd, so those are two of yeah. my favourite things brought together. Goes hand in hand. Yeah, so uh, that was just one I hadn't gotten around to seeing. I was going to go and see it in the cinemas, but, you know, when you push back and you push back, and then you're like, oh, I'll just wait for the those um those family movies don't tend to get a long run at the cinemas either. They, they don't. Train. They, they kind hit of their mark, they come, go, yeah. DVD release. You know, yeah, they're, yeah. Just, they're kind of real money makers for the studios, I guess. That's it. Yeah. Be like, got them in the cinemas, now let's get them out, you know. Because it came to DVD really, the Blu-ray. DVD really quickly, quickly, yeah. And you're right, some of those movies really do. But the funny thing about Lego Batman was I think we were about, it was made in Australia, um, I think in Queensland, the studio up there. Yep. But I think we were like a month or two behind the rest of the world. Of course, yeah. So um, it was, we're um, Australia. We have to be behind. It was one of those things where it's like, most downloaded movie in Australia. <laughs> you know? Which happens well, more and more because, yeah, these kind of things happens where like Uruguay, no disrespect to Uruguay, but they're getting movies three months before we are, you know what I mean? Movies that yeah. were made in our country and we're getting them three months later. Figure that one out. It's a bloody outrage. So, but uh, I think I mentioned it last episode when it, um, I watched Lego Batman with uh, with my two boys because they wanted to see it, and we yeah, ended up man. watching it 
Friday night, Saturday morning, Sunday afternoon. Like, <laughs> so you haven't watched the other movies. You've just watched Lego. I've Batman just watched five it three times. times. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. No, no, I've watched them all. Watched them all. Um, should we dive into Lego Batman first? Then Why not? sure. Let's, let's segue do straight that. into that. I was going to say normally we like to talk about the theme, but it's a pretty, it's a pretty, pretty narrow, sensitive, specific theme right. that we can't really. What other movies haven't I seen? Well, it, um, it took it took long enough just to find the third. If yeah, I had honest. to think. Of, I was trying to think about some, one that was. On my list, always like you got to watch that. Like I've got a top ten so, list of things. So Weirdly you, enough, I had that with Goodfellas. Like what, I didn't see it for ages. No, I've seen oh. it, but I didn't oh. see it for ages. Why and I was had a heart like, attack? No, of course. Um, and then I, I sat down and watched it, and I was like, "Oh God, you're an idiot! You should have prioritized that over all the shit that you've watched in the last like four years." Stop watching all those crappy DC movies. Oh God, <laughs> just some of the stuff I watch over that. It's weird. Oh. I like to try and broaden my. Horizons. Yeah, I finally watched that um, Human Centipede 2 movie a couple of weeks back. Right, yeah. That's and not on my list of things to watch. Well, like, the first one was just so bad, but it was, like... I mean, it's gratuity for gratuity's sake. Yeah. But they're trying to wrap it in, like, a, it's got context and stuff. So mm. I thought I'd give the second one a whirl. And it's like, this is just shock. Like, I don't... And some people like it, good on them. But I don't appreciate shock. Like, I like gore. I love gore movies. And there's tons of gory movies that have a lot of intellect behind them and stuff like that. But this is just, you know, shock value and stuff like yeah. that. But, you know, so I watched that just for the sake of, like, well, seeing what it was. Just and seeing ticking it, it off. Yeah, yeah, like more about, I don't know, because I want to be a filmmaker, I try to expose myself to as much of stuff and stuff that's outside my wheelhouse as well. Yeah. But I've got a weird, but I have such a weird taste in movies or at least people seem to, when I say, I oh, I love that movie and they go, really? I'm just like, yeah. Well, your taste is weird. I think maybe people it's, speak it's to me. It's broad and well refined. Well, it's not, I guess it's not my taste. Look at me well, pumping up your tyres. Yeah, I was like, well, Whoa. stop it, Mark. Put your shirt back on. Um, oh, sorry. No, like when I say, like, I really like Disney movies. Like, I'm a huge Disney movie fan and stuff, but I don't know. Maybe people just think big, hairy bloke. Come, you know, you know I love a good like cry at yeah, right. I mean, I love a, a weeper. Uh, but, you know, I also love to tickle my balls to an Arnie 80s classic. Mm. You know? Um, it's all right. That's just appreciating art for the sake of art. Yeah, but then also to... I watch the shit for the sake of learning from the shit. Because yeah. you learn more from a bad film, which I've said before, than you do a good film, I think. It's hard to recreate a good film, otherwise everyone would make brilliant, perfect Well, that's films, right, yeah. Film. If it was easy to do, everyone, yeah. every film would be good. Whereas shitty films, you can be like, that shit, and here's why. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and speaking of that, we'll get to Battlefield Earth eventually. Eventually. Let's... What, you didn't like Battlefield Earth? <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> we'll get there. <laughs> Uh, the Lego Batman movie, 2017. So like we said, it was a bit of a, uh, a classic one. I really liked the tagline, always be yourself unless you can be Batman. That's tagline. a good title. Yeah. Directed by Chris McKay, whose only real big fame was Robot Chicken. Uh, they had five different writers on it, all of which didn't really have many huge credits or anything like that. Uh, one hour and 44 minutes, love that. $80 million budget. Huge cast. So Will Arnett is the voice of Batman, Michael Sierra is Robin, Zach Galifianakis is Joker, Rosario Dawson is Batgirl, Ralph Fiennes is Alfred, uh, Jenny Slate as Harley Quinn. And then they had, you know, Billy D. Williams, Doug Benson, Eddie Izzard, and Kate Mikuchi. Mikuchi, Mikuchi. But yeah, everyone who, I think, every one of the villains in the movie is cast. Yeah. By Sam and and you look at some of those people at their. Um at their back catalogue and it's like iconic voiceover jobs. Well, like, that's why I thought Billy like, D. Williams was great because remember he was Harvey Dent in Burton's Batman Returns? Yep. Uh, which is the alter ego of Two-Face and then he was the voice of Two-Face in this. I was like, that's a nice little touch. I dig that, I dig that. 
Um, but Will Arnett is so good as Batman in this. Yeah, like yeah. I thought he was so good in the Lego movie. Um, and this is just this is just more of that, right? Exactly, yeah. yeah. It kind of it takes a little bit from the Lego movie, in fact, like in the term of I think he mentions master building mode and something like that. Yeah. But it doesn't doesn't really follow one from the Lego movie. No, it takes no. its own path. But there's little little bits it's, that cross. It's set over. in the same world, you yeah, know, or one of the worlds of the Lego movie. I guess plot wise, it's it's probably does something that no other Batman movie's ever done before, or will ever do again. I don't yeah, think. Yeah, and, and that's deal with the emotional impact of Batman's isolation. Yeah, how he needs to, and, and you've got this great dynamic of the relationship between him and Joker, where you know Batman won't acknowledge you know that he hates him, and it's like <laughs> you know we've been together for so long. Why don't you hate me? I hate you. And he's like, Yeah, same. <laughs> like, you know, like <laughs> me too. Yeah, me too. It's like, I think oh, that that for the first ten minutes of this movie for me is. Is just fantastic. Yeah. And that yeah. part where he's like, they're like breaking up basically and he's like, you mean nothing to me. And Joker starts crying. That's right. <laughs> Nobody means anything to me. I don't do ships. Yeah, yeah. I'm not in any ship. The, yeah, the, the movie kicks straight into it and it's, I don't know, like I really, the best thing about it, I guess, and this is the best commentary about films like this, because it's done in the style of the Lego movie. If you haven't seen mm. that, it's like animated Lego, basically. Yeah, it's, it's not like stop-motion Lego people. Yeah. Um, but how good is it? And I, I, you could probably vouch for this more than I can, but the, there's, a, there's so many layers there. There's the yeah. kids' layer and there's the adults' layer and there's yep. quick adult jokes that go straight over the kids' heads, I'm sure. But then you might have a bit of a chuckle about them. I just thought, I love it when they do that with these kinds of films where they yeah. find a, a real happy medium to, to get away with that. They've got to, got to put a bit in it for the, the parents that are going to be t- forced to drag along with yeah. their kids. Yeah. But um, I think it's really cleverly written as well. Like it's the oh, dialogue's yeah, it's really witty and snappy. Yeah. yeah. When she puts in a costume, he's like, you'll be Batgirl. And she's like, why not Batwoman? And he's like, no. And she's like, why don't I call you Batboy? Shut yeah. up. And he just like jumps away. Uh, and it's like, it's kind of poignant, you know, but it's it's still just laugh, ha, ha, it's a joke about Lego pieces. And there's that bit of um, Alfred's like, you went through that phase in 2016 and 2014 and 2012. Oh, yeah, yeah, and, and it goes through all the Batman and goes back And they give you like Lego versions of all of, of the posters, almost of the posters <laughs> yeah. of each one. And then you get that, and that weird phase you went through in the 60s of like, <laughs> <laughs> jive dancing Batman. Yeah, that's so good. Uh, it's, I think you just know, the good thing about it is like, I'm, it held, it held my attention the whole way as well, which is yeah. good because I think a lot of movies, uh, we have so much stuff to distract us now and mm. um, anyone who's friends with me and seen me or sat and watched movies with me will appreciate that I get pretty like, oh, man, do you have to? Like people checking their phone like when you're watching a movie, especially if it's like a movie you want to share with them, like it's really, I think people get distracted. I'm sure everyone's guilty of it, you know, putting, mm. putting something on in the background or, um, you know, each their own. But uh, like when a movie like this just grabs my attention, I you know I don't touch my phone. I watch the whole movie from start to finish and just laugh and smile a lot, which is great. All, th- that's all you want from that. I film. think it had a it has a little bit of a lull, sort of in the in the kind of towards the end of the second act. I think yeah. like as they're trying to g up to the big finale, it kind of it falls a little bit flat for me. Whereas the tr- after the Lego movie, the Lego movie was so well done. Like the whole yeah. way through was really good. I just, Very slightly, I find. Yeah. It just, it just it drops off good, a little bit I don't in the mean, middle. It pivots down, but then it has yeah. some good parts where like, so Batman puts Joker in the negative zone, which is like the, the sort of one of the sort of, I guess, point, plot points of the film. And the Phantom Zone, sorry, the negative zone. Yeah. The Phantom Zone, which is from Superman. And in there he meets all the villains. And so you've got like Voldemort from yeah. Harry Potter. You've <laughs> got King right. Kong. You've got Godzilla. Yeah. Um, 
the gremlins are in there as well, um, which is, is great. Zaron or whatever his name is, the big eye from oh, Lord Sauron. of the Rings. Oh, yeah, 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 the eye, all-seeing eye. Um, you've got some great villains in there, and then obviously the, the, as the plot advances, the Joker brings all those villains out uh, into, the, into the Lego world or Gotham City, mm. and they plan to destroy Gotham City. Um, but I, I think that addition of that that meta, there's a lot of meta stuff going there, fourth wall breakdowns as well where he winks at the camera. But I like that breakdown of like all these villains are, you know, Sauron's with his eyes looking over the city and then they, you know, yeah. the monkey, the King Kong's like breaking into buildings for them and, you know, their plane gets attacked by the gremlins. Like it's all yeah. really cool, nostalgic stuff. And then you've got... You've got the Robin and Batman dynamic, which is really yes. good. And yeah, 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 yeah. I, I don't know, I was thinking watching this, I'm like, this is so engaging, but... Well, I'm not even looking at humans. Like it's yeah. just Lego <laughs> yeah, pieces, right. moving Lego, Lego pieces. pieces, and I'm getting invested in this. But like, like the the Robin character's trying so desperately hard to get the approval of a father yeah, figure. Yeah, that's like an he's like, How did I do, Bat Dad? Adequate. <laughs> it's like he won't give him any praise at all. Yeah. It's like nobody's had any good ideas. Here, I keep a scoreboard. These are all the awesome <laughs> ideas I've had. <laughs> that's the one big advantage they do use with that whole being in the Lego world. They can just you know pull out things that are much bigger than they should be and like mm. you, you're playing with the dimension of space and time which is good yeah, like, don't touch that don't sit on that don't do that uh, <laughs> shark repellent it's useless anyway you can keep that <laughs> and then his bat cave has like 15,000 different types of vehicles of boats and planes and tanks <laughs> and stuff um, and it's, it's just all in good fun it captures I think it captures a bit of a what for me it always captures a little bit of that innocence that I had when I when I was younger and you watch movies like Goonies and things like that yeah you know, you, you won't see movies like that anymore. Very rarely do we see movies like that anymore because the world's become so, like, jaded and cynical. Hmm. And I'm just as guilty as the next person. But, you know, you, you imagine if you did Goonies now, like, how would it yeah. be received? No way to be that. Everyone's Get like, that's cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But, um, I don't know, Lego Batman kind of does that for me a little bit. It's a bit of a time traveller. It takes me back to a simpler time. Yeah, I think so. Um, I like sort of the... Um Oh, juvenile jibes, I guess. There's a bit yeah. of juvenile, like um, his password to get into the Batcave is Iron Man sucks. Yeah. So it's like, there's a kind of a little bit of a jab and they make a few, you know, butt-related jokes and like low common denominator stuff. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. The, the way they're made, they're still funny. Yeah. Well, maybe they shouldn't be. Even to a grown man, I still laugh. No, but like I think there's that, in it, that that's the same thing I'm talking about, that innocence yeah. of just... I'm just trying to have a giggle here, and if I have to laugh at a fart joke or Batman taking his pants off and walking around with no pants on. <laughs> That's right. Shoes crash. are part of the pants. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> take your shoes off. Shoes are part of the pants. And he's walking Rinks around. Just, yeah, he's <laughs> bat underwear. He's got little Batman symbols on his underwear. That's just funny to me. It's simple and stupid, but and it makes me smile. <laughs> Robin, Robin's trying on the um, the different suits to find out a, a costume <laughs> for him. Was it Reggae Man? That's why it's got the <laughs> R on it. Yeah. But he doesn't like the pants, so he just goes and rip. <laughs> the other He's thing like, I, maybe we can toot some pants. Okay. <laughs> the other thing I really liked was every time a villain or someone shot, they said pew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there wasn't a, a sound effect pew, for the shoot. Pew, it was pew, 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 pew. pew, pew. pew. <laughs> like when you got those big gun battles with the bat. Just like, okay. <sighs> I dug that big time. I think that's really that's cool. great, yeah. Um, this movie has one of my favourite jokes of this year in it as well. Oh, God, what is it? Which was after um, after Batman agrees to team up with the new commissioner, Alfred and Robin, to, to take down um, the Joker and all the villains, he builds a scuttler for them to, you know... That's right. Um, ..fight them in, and so they all cram into the scuttler and... Um, 
and they're all jammed in there and, and uh, the commissioner says, uh, why did you build this thing with only one seat? And his reply is, because last I checked, I only had one butt. Yeah, that's great. How can you go wrong with that? Because that's when they're falling down and that's where you get that kind of reference to Lego movie where he's grabbing parts and throwing it together and he's yeah. building something and then they all pile into it's it like, just before throw me this, throw me that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's true. So only got last one time I checked, I've only got one butt. Gotta love the butt joke. Will Arnett does that voice so well, just that kind of... I don't know how he keeps it up for a whole movie I saw him well. in an interview and he, he said... must that, be gravelly at the end He said ages it. ago that it was like the voice he uses when he's telling his kids to do something. <laughs> it's just like an exa- exaggerated version of that. Like, that's cool. How did your boys find it, though? Like, what do they like about it? I... Well, so this is the first time I watched it by myself, like without oh, yeah, them. yeah, yeah. Um, and I didn't realise how much dialogue I missed the first three times around. For oh, them, really? For them cacking themselves laughing, just laughing at it. laughing their heads off. That's great. That's so good. That's why they can watch it so many times. They get something different every time. That's right, because they were laughing it's through like the, the opposite jokes of my dad who just time. falls asleep over, you know, and has to watch a movie eight times to see so, it. But, um, but Nat was sitting on the couch next to me. She wasn't watching it, but she maybe casually observing. And there was even moments where she was laughing. Um, at the joke. And I don't know if it was because she found it funny or because I was laughing like a schoolgirl. Mm. But I just find it immensely entertaining and amusing. Um, and it, yeah, I kind of, it's got, oh, it, it's it's a little bit of social commentary as well, isn't it? Because it's, it's the journey of a, um, you know, a closed off um, character trying to let people back into his life. Yeah, like yeah. The isolation that Batman self-imposed so nobody gets hurt, so he doesn't lose anybody again yeah. for again. So there's a little bit of social commentary in there as well. And that's good. Now. That's why I like the Alfred character in it. Like he's always pointing out the really painful things to Batman. That's right. He just like hates it but like respects Alfred so much. And you, you get that little, um, that kind of montage when he, when he ends up in the Phantom Zone where the brick scans him. And that's she's right. like, you're not a traditional bad guy but you're kind of a jerk. Yeah, yeah. You're like, not a villain but you're not really a hero. And he says like mean things to Alfred like what would you know about having a surrogate um, son? And, yeah. Like, and and he does get a little bit heavy towards yeah, you. Yeah, like you get stuck into them. That's what I love about movies like that and Toy Story where it's all cute and fluffy on the surface and then all of a sudden it's just like heavy <laughs> and then, you know, Batman has to come back. And- <laughs> Actually, I forgot this movie opens up on a good note with me as well because there's a Michael Jackson quote. He's quoting Man in the Mirror. That's right. Like yeah. word for word. And yeah. at the start of the movie, it's like, you know, if you want to make a change, um, take a look at yourself. Oh, if you want to make the world a better place, take a look at yourself and make a change. Who? And then it says Michael Jackson as the quote. And he goes, wait, I said that. And then they change it to Batman. Yeah. <laughs> can't just rip off Michael Jackson. Well, if you're ever going to do it, it's now. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, so um, I really dug it. Mm, very I mean, good. I didn't... I dug it a lot more than I thought I was going to. Like, I didn't well, think I was going to like it because oh. I really liked Lego Movie. Yeah, okay. I thought, well, this would be... I did think it was going to be worse than Lego Movie. It, t- it takes a different approach. But it's, which it's I, different. I it's same, mind. same, but different. Yeah. It's, um, it's good. I really liked it. I definitely... Good, good gags. Moves along nicely. Yeah, it's the visuals of, are interesting and, in yeah. like, using Lego pieces, especially for all the bigger stuff and the explosions. And like you said, stuff like the laser beams, the pew, yeah, pew, 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 pew. like, really good. <laughs> it's just comical. <laughs> Yeah, and like the Lego pieces for explosions and water, I think, are always yeah. fantastic. And I like that it's kind of done. It's, I'm sure it's intentionally done that, but it's kind of cheap stop, like you said, stop yeah. motion. Um, I'm sure they could make it perfectly moving. Yeah, if they wanted to, they could. Yeah. Oh, and Bane. I love Bane. Oh, yeah. He... That was unnecessary. Yeah, he's always got a comment <laughs> up the back. I love when they're in the groups and there's like, yeah, you hear comments up the back. Even you know, just like, the voice just amuses me. Yeah, the Bane voice. I think voice. that was... Um, 
Uh, Lindholm, what's her name? She's in this great TV show with the girl who voices the girl who voices Clayface in it. They're like a double act, comedy double act. Tag team. Kate McCoy and I think it was something Lindholm. Really good, really good. Yeah, so it just comes back to I guess the talent that is in this. Film. Yeah. They've got lots of good. I mean, how'd they get Ralph Fiennes to do the voice of Alfred the Butler? Alfred Pennyworth. Every, the more That's we talk great. about it, I just keep laughing because I keep remembering things like all the ridiculous villain names like Condiment Man. <laughs> yeah, that's right, because they go through like the real back catalogue. <laughs> Some of those are real though. Because like. the, the, um, the pilot in the plane in the opening, he's like, you're just making these up now. And he's like, no, they're real villains. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, so I guess for me, it's this was an easy watch and it was a great watch. And yeah, I'm going to tell everyone, I'm going to make sure my nephews have seen this. And- oh, yeah. It's a definite recommend. Have to recommend. Can it. not not recommend it. Yeah, it's just like it's like the Lego Movie, but yeah, a little bit like you said, it's a little bit different to the Lego Movie. But yeah, it takes a slightly different part. approach, but still a, a very similar, um, you know, the, the same entertainment value. Yeah. I would say yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, I don't think anyone would watch this and be like, "Oh, this is rubbish." I'm sure there's someone out there. Yeah, probably can't, can't please everyone all the time. That's true. You? I've tried. Mm. The Firm, 1993. You're saving the best for last. We're saving the best for last. Of course we are. The Firm. I've got a lot to say. (laughs) (laughs) I hope we've got some tape. (laughs) Roll tape. Uh, Power can be murder to resist. Ooh. Ooh. Classic Grisham, right? I feel like they invested more in taglines in the 90s. I didn't realise that this was... um, Directed by Sidney Pollock. Yes. I was like, oh, sh-. well, I was like, oh, yeah, cool. Like, you know, I like, I love Out of Africa yep. and Tootsie and stuff like that. He's got some great movies, I think. Yeah. Yakazuka, which I've never seen, but everyone says is great. Um, John Grisham novel, two hours and 34. It's, big, a, it's a beast. beast. I think you mentioned that when I first beast. said, hey, The Firm, because I want to see that. It's a big, it's a big watch. Yeah. But it doesn't really feel, it didn't really feel bloated to me. I think I I went in knowing it was long, like whoa. yeah. So you kind of anticipated it. Yeah, I I don't think it felt long necessary, but they could definitely snap it up a bit. There's a lots of you know staring longingly and yeah, you know, no dialogue type. Yeah, of I mean like, the editing could be tightened. You could yeah. shave twenty thirty. You could, pro- you could probably shave a bit off it, but it, I guess it doesn't feel it doesn't drag. Yeah, because when you get into that back half of the movie, the pace is quite frantic. Yeah, right. Yeah, you know, you're right. Um, budget of $42 million, 93. So Shoestring. That's pretty good. Pretty good for $93. 93 a year. Uh, Tom Cruise, Gene Triplehorn, Gene Hackman, and Ed Harris. Some pretty good cast. And there's a couple other actors you'd know. Busey. Busey. Oh, I forgot about Busey's in there. Yeah, <laughs> He's Busey's only in there in briefly, well. but I yeah, love his character. What a cameo. And, and Holly Hunter as well. Yeah. Which yeah, yeah. I think I read in the, in the trivia Holly Hunter screen time is. Five minutes and 59 seconds. That's 20 scenes at an average of 18 seconds. Wow. When you think about it, she, yeah, she's never really... Yeah. From scene to scene, from cut to cut, she's never really in it for long periods of time. I think, jeez, oh, I can't even think of the long, what would be the longest... Time on screen. Yeah. Yeah. Funny as, right? Harsh. Didn't think about it until I read the bloody uh, trivia about it. Trivia just changes everything, doesn't it? Yeah, always, always. Um, so I guess it's in the, like we discussed earlier, it's in the vein of, um, oh, that was the thing I wrote down that I thought was interesting, that the director toyed with the idea of making um, uh, Tom Cruise's character Mitch uh, a woman mm. and has an affair with Gene Hackman's character Avery. 
Like that would have been an interesting story as well. Very interesting, like, yeah. Because his character is so in- interesting in this movie. Yeah. I mean, we should probably break the plot down before we dive oh, too we much into to. it. Yeah. Um, We're Tom, assuming this is a movie a lot of our listeners haven't seen. Yeah, I mean, I think you, I mean, you definitely have seen it if you're into that. Well, I should say I'm into that and I haven't seen it. Um, Tom Cruise plays hotshot, fresh out of college, 24, 24 Lawyer school, getting all these offers, and he gets an offer from a firm in... Uh, a smaller firm. A smaller uh, firm. We're sitting... Jesus Memphis? Christ. Yeah, yeah, Memphis, Memphis or something like that. Yeah. 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 It's in the South or something like that. And uh, they, you know, seem too good to be true. And mm. Offering we, more money than anyone else. Yeah, offering crap of money, perks. We're but family. But they seem really focused about being family orientated. Yeah. Classic kind of, you know, oh, this is too good to be true kind yeah, of. And there's like, a couple, there's a couple of early comments that make them come off Red as a, flags. Yeah, a bit odd. Yeah, really important that you're married and he's married. No one's ever been divorced. No divorces, that's right. Everyone's got kids. Yeah, they're kind of, you know, you don't have to have kids, but it's, you know, uh, Abby is the character's name, his Mm. wife, Janine Triple. She's great in this, by the way. She's fantastic in this. Yes. Uh, As kind of the sort of the wife on the outside dealing Mm. with the the politics of the firm Mm. as he's just busy getting, you know, getting his head down and getting results. Yeah. And then his mentor is Gene Hackman's character, Avery. Mm. So he's a senior partner at the firm and he sort of takes him under his wing and realises how good he is and they have these trips down to the Cayman Islands and um, one thing leads to another. And um, Paul, Paul uh, Mitch gets set up on the beach. Yeah, which we learn, yeah, so when, you know, when he starts to realise the firm's dodgy and how dodgy they are... Mm. You know, he uh, starts to panic but knows he can't He starts make putting it together really quickly, though, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, I think she picks up on it quicker because, you know, she's got a lot more weird things she, happening she, to her. Yeah, she thought something was definitely off early yeah. on. Well, she's, I mean, they take note of it several times that she's from a family of wealth, yep. whereas Mitch came from the gutter. And yeah. so for him to have all this is a big win to mm. him because it's... It's a life yeah, he's they, never tasted, whereas she knows what these these wasps are like. They definitely point that out. <laughs> yeah, they point it out two or three times, I think. So their relationship gets a little bit harder and then they learn that they're being recorded and so they've got to be careful what they say and where they say it. And yeah, because um, some lawyers go missing. Or, that's right. So you know, they, when they're down the game, because they go diving is this thing that they do yeah. when they're down there. But They never come back. You know, their boat exploded or something and, you know, rah, rah, rah. Um, and that's when, yeah, he's down there on the trip and, you know, the woman's attacked by this man and he rescues her and she's yeah. beautiful and she says, let's sleep with me and... And then, as we learn later in the film, that that was a setup because yeah, they like to have leverage. Photos on yeah. It. yeah. Um, and then I guess when he starts realizing, oh shit, what am I in? How do I get out of this? We discover that he has an older brother in jail that he didn't really tell anyone about, yeah. uh, which is played by a great actor whose name I am drawing a blank on at the moment. Um, and then the FBI gets involved. Uh, Ed this Harris. Is, <laughs> this comes from a classic time where. Films made law enforcement in America look like idiots, and yep. especially the FBI. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They had sights on the FBI for some reason, yep. and they just make them look like incompetent fools. Just bumbling fools. This, this 23-year-old lawyer can yeah, outsmart, outsmart yeah, everybody, yeah, yeah. outsmarts the yeah, FBI with ease. Yeah, this is why this is a book of fiction that's turned <laughs> into a movie of fiction, yeah. But it's so enjoyable, though. It is immensely, yeah. So uh, I guess the whole third act is basically him... You know, the setting up the cards. The to, FBI want him to purge himself by stealing cl- client information and giving yeah. it to them so that they can go after the firm because the firm's tied to 
the mafia, as we discover. Yeah, which would cause him to be disbarred so he can never practice law again. Yeah. You'd have to go into witness protection because he, he works for the mob. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he doesn't. So want he's to do not any real of that. keen on that, which yeah. is fair enough. Why? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, he's, yeah. He's kind of stuck in a really, you know, bad situation. It's either, you know, terrible or death. Yeah. Like, there's not really a good way out of it. Or, no. as we discover or later, he finds a way out Link. of it. Um, I really like Gene Hackman. In it. I think everyone in this film does a good job. Mm. Like, everyone. I don't think there's a weak link in this film. Like, um, Cruz is just doing his thing, and especially it's young Cruz at his best. Yeah. Um, and Janine Triplehorn is fantastic. Uh, Hackman's brilliant. He's yeah, probably one of Hackman's the best. He's probably really the best good. character in it because he's meant to be this corrupt guy who's been doing this for a long time. But you can see that the it's cracks are starting down. to show. And it's, yeah. He's changed as a man. He loves his wife, but his wife doesn't love him anymore. Yeah. And he knows that it's his fault because he's changed because he's done these things and he had to be this snake to make this money and now his wife doesn't see him as the same man. You know, it's all kind of implied through his performance. Yeah. Like he doesn't have to – he's such a good actor. He's like Harrison Ford where they just – they act with their face and, and they can say so much without saying anything. And yeah. This in particular is great and, you know, he asks her questions and he answers them really cryptically and, you know, when, later on in the piece he invites her to join him in the Cayman Islands. And he's really suggestive and, yeah, yeah. like, but well, he's so, sleazy as well. He's borderline, he's borderline harassment. Yeah. And, but he does it in such a way, such charm, like, mm. like he, not condoning, he, but he, yeah, he does. Even he, she kind of thinks, "Oh shit, am I interested in doing this?" Like, because <laughs> he kind of just says what you want to say, but you and, don't. And when he says it, you're like, "You can't say that." Can you? Yeah, <laughs> you can't say that out loud. Yeah, yeah. And you just did it. Yeah, and she's like, "Oh, I can't come. We're working on our marriage." Yeah, like, that's right. My, my mother is sick. She's having some tests, like <laughs> yeah. a robot. Uh, she's sick. Yeah. So, but I mean, he Tom Cruise, Mitch, discovers mm. that the firm has been overbilling um, clients, and that's the yeah. It's just getting confusing here. That's the that's the 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 linchpin that he's basing his yeah. you know his escape plan because they're just rounding up or something, isn't it? Because it's like well, no, thirty six and a half hours, so they just round up to four. Well, yeah, they're not rounding up there. They're, they 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 explain that they say it's a. It's um, standard practice. It's it's fraud what they're doing. So they they've got timesheets saying this is how much the lawyers put in, and they're billing them for extra hours, which is yep. illegal. Yep. And they point out the fact that it's a federal offence and it's a ten thousand dollar fine and one to two years in prison per offence. Yeah. And they've been doing it for years to every client on every invoice. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So it's obviously what they do to to get a little bit of extra coin through the yeah uh, through the place. And um. So he starts gathering copies of records to. To take down the firm, basically. Yeah, because then he can he can get out and keep his keep, keep his license. Yeah, break the oath because you know he during the course of the movie gets passes the bar and becomes a lawyer. Yes, and does it quite easily, I guess. Wow, well, they they spoke down to him. It's like you're not the smartest man. You came yeah, second in second, the bar exam. Yeah. yeah, we get a lot of that classic mid '90s drama where it's like. He walks into the room and they're all it's standing like, oh, there. Oh, they know. We're not happy with you. Oh, and you're yeah. like, oh, shit, well, no, they know they're what you know. Him. And then they're like, apparently you're not the smartest man in the room. And everyone's like, oh, my God, they know. You're the second smartest. Huzzah. Oh, and they're like, champagne. Oh. I love that in the 90s. A lot of 90s, especially thrillers, do that. And, um, yeah. yeah, you get the whole, oh, and so it's great. I welcome it. Um, so he upsets um, Ed Harris, FBI man, because he insists on 
them paying him money and yeah. getting his brother out of federal prison for him to cooperate, but he yeah. has no intention of cooperating with them. He's worried about his brother's safety. And, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he, he sort of outsmarts the FBI, gets his brother out, gets a chunk of money for his brother to start a new life on. Yeah, yeah. Um, I forgot about that. That guy's great. Uh, the security guy, the old dude. I don't know his name, I forgot. Oh, this movie's yes, got so yes, many yes. actors, I'm like, I know you from something and I can't remember your name. This is like the gathering of all of those actors. And he's the one who's like, oh, yeah, you know, like, what if you found, you know, what if your wife found these photos? And then he shows him mm. the photos of him boinking the, the girl on, the, on beach, the beach. Yeah. And then you realise, oh, shit, they did that, you know, you know mm. she suspected. And he's like, you know, imagine she found these, she'd be devastated. And you're like, oh, my God. So, like, he's in such a tough spate, a spot yeah. as the character. They really jam him into a corner. Yeah. And it's coming from both sides as well. It's coming from the law firm and the FBI. The FBI yeah. is squeezing him to, to um, try, and, try and get their way with him. And he, he does a little bit of squeezing back. Yeah. I mean, it gets a little confusing. I don't know that it gets confusing. A little. Maybe, maybe you were playing on your phone. I wasn't. I've probably seen this movie, like... 15, 20 times. Because the original plan obviously was when Hackman's character, Avery, goes down to he was going to dive. Yeah. And because we found that in this apartment that the, the that firm they've got keeps, the yeah. it's full of all the files they need. It's got yeah. all the records and stuff. And so, you know, when um, he was out, they were going to break in, photocopy him all, but he ends up he can't go for a dive because you can't dive and fly within 24 hours or something like yeah, that. Yeah, and they pulled, it, they pulled his flight back. They, they made his trip shorter, so yeah. he had to go off and... Um, so Janine Trimble and his wife, uh, Abby, uh, instead of going to her mother's like she was going to to get, a, get away from all this, because they put on a big show for the microphones yeah, and cameras. She goes, goes with Avery, or shows up in the Caymans yeah, and surprises Avery. He's been, as we mentioned, been quite a sleazeball with her. Hmm. He's very infatuated with her. And so, yeah, she drugs him and then... They steal, steal the, the files, files and, and copy them the all. Whole, and the Holly Hunter's waiting for the files to be copied and... Stick them on the boat and... Yeah, get them on the boat, get them out there and voila. So they... <laughs> I really like the scene where he... So Mitch, Tom Cruise's character, goes to meet with the mob. And, oh, yeah, he just walks in like, just disheveled. And, and, they're, and they're like... And so, so he's, he's like, he's just, point, he's just run for his life from people trying to kill yeah, him. Yeah, he's been chased by Jigsaw. Yeah. Props to Jigsaw. <laughs> That's right. The original Jigsaw. And Hank from uh, Breaking Bad. The agent Hank. Uh, those are two guys who went on to have pretty good careers. And, yeah, they're just chasing him and fucking him up at every turn and, you know. That's it. And when he gets to the mob, yeah, you got the two mobs. Again, I can't remember the guy's names, but if you need two mobsters, these are the two guys. Yeah, uh, yeah cl- cliche mobster guys, yeah, 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 one and two. And, yeah, uh, obviously he's all sweaty and disheveled and he's like, I'm your lawyer and rah, rah, rah. Right? Yeah, and I can't, I can't disclose this information even if I don't work for yeah, this firm anymore, yeah. but I need your permission. Yeah, or if I was dead, you know. Yeah, yeah. I need your permission to, sh- to use your invoices against what the firm's been doing because they've been naughty boys and they're, yeah. they're really confused by it. Yeah, yeah, one of them's like really like, what the, f- let's And, the, and the other guy's like, shh, let him speak, yeah, let him like, speak. Keep going. Keep going. Just tell yeah. us more about your plan. So he kind of hatches this plan to get everybody out of the bad situation, apart from the law firm, all the guys that have been doing the wrong thing. Yeah. Yeah. Are, are going to get nailed to the wall. And of course, um, Ed Harris, Mr. FBI man's not happy with that. He wanted to he wanted to take him down the good old fashioned yeah. way, bust in the door and arrest yeah. him for working with the mob type of thing. But he's like, you know, for every count you've got one to two, three years or something like yeah. that. Yeah. And it's a $10,000 fine. So and there's, you know. there's, yeah, he's like, there's heaps of stuff there yeah. for you. You, you, you bury these guys. You know, you're going to take him out. Yeah. You know, I did my part, now you do the rest of it type yeah, of thing. Yeah. So. And so it's a good little, like, I mean, that's what you want out of these kind of movies is these thrills. You want little twists and turns and 
it kind of has this steady, like, upward pressure trajectory for the whole movie. Like, you start off at, at the base point and then as it goes on, the pressure just builds and builds and builds and yeah. builds and builds yep. until the very end where the, the whole plan sort of comes out yeah. and you realise so what he's done. So the kind of agree to the terms. And, yeah. But as he says when he's packing up to go find his missus at the end and mm. Ed Harris is like, what have you done? And I've got this and I guess that's all right. And he's like, yeah, but, you know, now I've done it the right way and I'm out and... Yeah, I, I, I know, use I'll, the law. I'll have to keep looking over my shoulder every now and then, but that's just the you know that's the price I pay, kind of rah rah rah. Yeah, which is nice. You get your little sort of montage back of them traveling in the car back to um, where did they come from, New York. I guess so. <laughs> Boston now for some reason. Well, I think that's where they were, they ended up going to. They ended up heading yeah, back to Boston. Yeah, she's like, "What are you going to do?" He's going to. I'm open a little, you know, like maybe a little law firm that you know doesn't have a lot of workload. Rah rah rah. And it's like, oh yeah, they finally found some kind of. They found a happy happiness. place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't really see what happens to the, the firm. You just assume they all get. Well, they all get nailed to the wall. Nailed, that's fine. yeah, horribly dismantled. But by... the story, the story isn't about the firm. The story is about no, Mitch and, the story and his family and how he, him. yeah, yeah exactly. how he nearly got screwed. Yeah, um, and that, I guess that was the firm's whole play is that they draw people in, and once they're involved and they can't get out, they tell them what the deal is. And yeah, they well, that's of, what he, you know, that's what Gene Hackman tells. Yeah, they have to toe the line. Which is wife, he says, you know, he was set up like he was coerced yeah. into that situation. Because they need something, they need leverage on all the people who, in case they yeah, don't want to, so that's what they do. The and yeah. and anyone who doesn't want to toe the line anymore and tries to get out, you know, tragically ends up missing or dead. Yeah, so. I kind of like these films because of that element, the mystery element of just like it's just it's just clever writing as well. Yeah. Like, it, the, and the bad guy's just a man in a suit. There's no special powers. Yeah, no I just feel like they 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 thought thoroughly about the the way it was all going to play out and the consequences of this. And, you know, they only give the audience as much information as they need to kind of keep following the story. They don't lay everything out on the table for you and spell it out. Yeah. It's, it becomes apparent the further you go on. And Yeah. It's, you, you, you're right about what you said before, how it's just... Yeah, building, just building, build, building. build, build, yeah. And it's, as we're building, we're learning. I mean, and they're not... I mean, let's cut the film some slack because it's 24 years old. Yeah. But they layer bits and pieces, clues as you go. And to us, a, a more modern, savvy audience sees them now. But back then, that would have been just like, oh, remember that she said that this and oh, so that's what that is, you mm. know. Um, and oh, we didn't even mention you mentioned it, but I didn't. The, the Gary Busey as the, <laughs> as the um, private, detective. private detective that uh, <laughs> he tries to hire and then ends up getting killed. And yeah. What a brutal like scene that is that plays out where he's got the gun under the table and he shoots one of the guys the, in the knee. You got Jigsaw and Hank from uh, Breaking Bad and they pull guns on him and tell him, you know, rah, 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 and he shoots well, one, shoot one of his earlobes yeah, off, yeah, shoot yeah, him in the weird. arm. Yeah. Like, yeah. You got sharpshooters in there. Bit. Yeah, yeah, with like a gun that close, far away. He's like, <laughs> I just shot some of your ear off. And um, and the receptionist is under the desk. Holly Hunter, yeah, 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 she's under the. Doing some filing of her own. Well, that's what you expect is going to happen, and then these guys bust in the door, and yeah, that, 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 I can't think of a good pun that revolves around businesses and blowjobs. I guess that's one way to, to get ahead in business. Oh, I stole it from Austin Powers. I'm so ashamed. No, you're not. No, I'm not. It's at Mike all. Myers. Just cut all that part out and just leave the joke in. No, um, <laughs> no. Uh, I recommend. Oh yes. Especially if you like these kinds of films, this is a I really good. I don't even think I'm kind of disappointed to that I took this long to see it because I love like I love all those sort of drama courtroom drama ones as well. Mm. The, you know, a few good men, and 
Yeah. Time to Kill is one of my favorite. It always cycles in my top five favorite films. And I, I think if you're interested in seeing what good writing looks like, yeah. Yeah. watch this movie because it's not. We don't get a lot of really brilliant writing these days. No, we get some. We get some good writing, but I don't think we get. You know, really go. And I think it's shot very well, though. So the two yeah. complements each other really well. There, I think. Yeah, I'd yeah. agree with that. So I think I recommend it for the basis that it's a really good story. It's really well made. Yes, it might be a little bit longer than we would have liked, but if you yep. can stick that out, like I say, the pace picks up. You know, and, and toward and the further you go on, it as up. much whether you hate his personal yeah. life or not. Um, this is this him. Is and he, this is young Cruz. Yeah. learning his craft. Yeah. And he's he's getting it. He's yeah. getting the job done. And you look at stuff like that now, and I look at his performances now, and I think that's how he became the great actor he is. Because mm. I think like like he's a Looney Tune Looney Tune for all the, sci- the oh, Scientology thing. Yeah. But he, he he you cannot deny this man's ability to perform and his enthusiasm and his action, and he brings all that onto the screen. I think there's very few actors that do that. Mm. Very few actors in modern cinema that bring that energy to the screen. Like you've got great actors, but there's great and there's just like he's, he's up there level. you know yeah. he's your Daniel Day-Lewis yeah and he brings everything he's got to the, the screen and, and you um, you just you, you just feel like it's a privilege to see that they work, them at work hmm. especially in the older stuff where he's you know learning the ropes I don't know where 93 sat in his career trajectory but I think it's still quite early days for him yeah, yeah I was going to say it wouldn't be too too far on but yeah definitely recommend for me um, I highly recommend anyone to, just, to, just to watch this absolutely watch it if you're a movie or if you think if you're a self-confessed movie fan and you haven't seen this movie I think you should see it yeah wait is that me no, well yeah you yeah absolutely you it's because you were pointing at me with your judgement <laughs> that's your right yeah. I love pointing at people with my judgement that's what I call judgment. it anyway I call this the judgement <laughs> Prepare uh, so for yeah. judgment. <laughs> you will be judged. <laughs> I am the law. <laughs> Battlefield Earth. You've saved the best for last. 2000. 2000. This was 17 years ago. Let's keep that in mind. Um, um, no, I have another way to put it to you. Yes. This was one year after The Matrix. Oh, God, that's disgusting to put it that way. Wow! So before not we when you look this, at it in context, that's not. That's before, how I. That's how I watched this movie. I'm thinking they made this after the Matrix. Before we get into this, <laughs> you know I love a bad movie. When it's bad, Piranaconda, yes, great, fantastic. When a movie's so bad, it becomes entertaining. Great. This is not one of those. I thought it's it was not. going to be. No. Yeah. From what other people had told me, they said, "Watch it, you'll love it." It's hilariously bad. Mm. There's some moments that are hilariously bad. Uh, well, which I'll get into. I have a whole thing about why they're wearing high heels for the entire film. But this is not one of them. Like, this is just a piece of shit. Yep. And I just want to say beforehand, I love Forrest Whitaker. He's one of my favourite actors. Oh, yep. Travolta is also one of my favourite oh, actors. I'm so gutted that Forrest Whitaker is in this movie. Even Barry Pepper, I think, has gone on to become a great actor. He was in something really recently that I really dug him in. It was an older film. I can't remember what it was. He was like, and the that's, why, well, that's why we well prepare before episodes, kids. <laughs> no, it's not why I prepare at all. <laughs> oh. do, you know, do you know what really. And sorry, those are the three big actors, I guess, yeah. in the cast. What, what's really telling for me about this movie, but just I'll butt in before we do our full. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go, go for is it. When I looked it up on IMDb, it has an average score, the meta score on it, the average is nine. 
Yeah. I have to remind everybody, that's out of 100. Yeah. How do you average down to nine? It's bad. It's... it's um. <laughs> I, so, I was telling Nat this. I'm like, oh, this, this movie's got an average review of nine. And she went, oh, really? I went, yeah, it's out of 100. So a lot of people who worked on this have, if you read through the IMDb trivia, have regretted it. <laughs> Forrest Whitaker, the writer, asked for his name to get removed but then decided against it. They wouldn't let him put in like a fake name and stuff like that. The director <laughs> also has... name in there. So the director, who his only real thing of note was uh, he was a set, set decorator on Phantom Menace and New Hope and he was an AD on a couple of the new trilogies, uh, first AD on a couple of the new trilogies, uh, Roger Christensen, Christensen, and he was recommended by George Lucas because this was... So this movie is based very loosely off L. Ron Hubbard book, Hubbard, which is obviously yeah. the Scientology thing, which I think is there's a bit of history around this when this movie was made where, like, people, the marketers were worried that the the weird Scientology thing would affect people's experience and blah, 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 blah. Your movie's shit. Don't is, try to make excuses. Is John Travolta a Scientologist? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, written by two guys, both who did nothing of any real worth except one of them, J.D. Shapiro, did Robin Hood Men Tights. Tight tights. Tight tights. How can you go wrong with Robin Hood men in tights? I don't know how you go from that to this. To this. I don't know. I don't, I don't <laughs> care to know what that part is. should have quit while you were ahead, buddy. Um, an hour and 58 minutes. Uh, so this thing excruciating. is... excruciating. Uh, this thing feels like four hours. Yeah. I told you the other night I messaged you. I'm like, I'm going to sit down and watch it now. And I'm most pumped. Yeah. I was like, it's, I, I, it's gonna, I'm going to... I'm settling uh, in. And, and I tried like, to warn you. Yeah, it's like 8.30. So it's a bit of an early night for me to get mm. in there and get into bed and cozy up. And it was before we had this stupid heat wave. I was like, this is going to be great. And then I was just fucking like... Yeah, I was like a... Like, a, <laughs> like when, you know, when your boys will go to bed, they're just <laughs> kicking their sheets and they're just... <laughs> That's what I was like watching this movie. I was just oh. like, God, this is frustrating. It starts off so good with, um, well, I'll say there's a, a crawl that I can't read because I don't know where you find this movie available in Australia. Uh, can you buy it still? I, I See, this, there's this phenomenon. Fuck you, internet, by the way. <laughs> okay. Take note, internet, you're about to be schooled. Because we both we both saw the same copy of this movie. Yeah, yeah. And the, the opening it, crawl is we in... We couldn't find a copy. Yeah. The opening crawl is in German, I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah. I guess that's what German looks like. Not cyclo, which is the species of... Correct. <laughs> so I went, I'd really like to know what that says. I'm sure it sets the movie I up brilliantly. for it as well. You can't find it on the internet no. and... The people on YouTube that put up videos that say the opening from yes, I saw those first three, clips. and they're all piss takes. They're all the exact yeah. Uh, damn you, people! This movie I hate is, you, internet. This movie's fucking me even after <laughs> I finished watching it. I want to. Know I hate you, John Travolta. Oh shit! That's not that true. Was, I love you. I was but please so don't frustrated do this. by that. Yeah, like, it's. So why are people putting up spoof I, videos? Uh, why are they wasting un, their time just to fuck with people, the I pseudonym guess. of saying this is what the crawl says? Because like, a lot of people must be like, I want to know what the crawl says. Like, Which I think it would have said something along the lines of the year 3000, the year 3000 are extinct, rah, these, rah, rah. Yeah, these people came to fuck with us. Um, $73 million budget, but the director only had 21, 21 of that to use on the film. What's the rest is publicity? So apparently I think Travolta was about $20 million. Like he took a full big, his normal full paycheck for it, and then they just they had to put money on everything, even the the. I was looking through the trivia, and again, this is all from the trivia and the IMDb. Isn't, isn't John Travolta an the cinematographer is on record about the overuse of colours and angles, um, and he said that it's the smallest budget he's ever worked on on a feature film. 
Smallest lighting budget he's ever worked on a, on a feature film. They, they had lighting on this film? Well, I mean, he must have had nothing. It, it was just like three high school kids with torches. Um, Barry Pepper won a Razzie for his performance. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, Forrest Whitaker expressed deep regret for doing this movie. Um, the writer apologised for the film and even went and accepted his Razzie. The worst written film, I guess. Um, this is my favourite one. Travolta is quoted as saying, da 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 it's like Star Wars only better. He did not actually say that. He is on IMDb trivia. I don't know how, I don't take that with a grain of salt. But he must have had a lot of investment in this film. Oh, that's, that's what I said before. Wasn't he an, uh, an executive producer on this? Yeah, and he got his wife apart. And that, that one scene where he's talking so about, that's his wife. How? And, he, and apparently he wrote that scene. How do you take your full ask if you're an executive producer on it as well? You've got some back end coming. Put the budget in turmoil just but because you want to get your pay. He was so confident because apparently they had a sequel all prepped and ready to go. A sequel? Yeah. They, they wrote a follow-up. Yeah, well, they didn't write it, but they had it all geared out. Holy crap. So apparently on the publicity circuit, which I don't remember because <laughs> I've never watched it, he was signing copies of the book that it was based on. Okay. Like he was signing Al Warren Hubbard's books and giving them to people. I mean, he's insane because this movie is... It's terrible. Terrible. It, there's no polite way to describe let's, it. Let's quickly just assess oh, the plot. Okay. Set in the I, human future. I want to say Go. up front, I don't mind the premise. No. The premise is actually pretty solid. As a science fiction movie goes, it's solid. Just everything else yeah. is rubbish. So it's set 3,000 in the year in 3,000. The year 3000. So 1,000 yeah. years after Earth was invaded by these aliens called Cyclos. Cyclos. And they gassed everyone and killed everyone and humans fled to the non-contaminated zones which are on the outskirts of large continents. The cyclos need a different type of... They don't use oxygen to breathe. Different atmosphere. So they build yep. these factories everywhere and they live inside these giant domes and the humans have to wear receptors when they go in there. Yeah. And vice versa, when the, the cyclos yeah. go out into an hour, they have to... They put on their breathing masks. Their, and they're just breathing masks. They're just... You know, it's things it's, it's a um, synchronised swimming nose peg, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's that's what it's, yeah, yeah. Just sprayed silver. Yeah. <laughs> that's all the budget had. <laughs> but had no more money. What do you do if you want a bunch of cats? Yeah, it's, it's insane. <laughs> it's insane. And, and uh, the idea follows this guy who, for some unknown reason, lives in the tribe of wild people in the mountains. Yeah. Because hu- humanity has wife. regressed. Hu- humanity has regressed um, to cavemen. Cavemen, basically. And yeah. that part's kind of done well when they interact with yeah. each other and they, you know, they, they, they almost get some, like yeah, they get some, yeah, they get some, primate. Like that. That's kind of cool. Yeah, mannerisms, yeah. And he obviously, and so there's all these rumours of gods in the skies and, you know, and all the, obviously over a thousand years the earth's been covered and... There's all these rumours of gods and rah, rah, rah. Mm. They're obviously just the aliens. And so he ventures out into the world, comes across the aliens, is enslaved by them. Uh, and that's where we meet John Travolta's Terrell, I think is the character's name, Terrell. And they're all cyclos, these guys. And cyclos yeah. are basically eight-foot-tall Rastafarians. Yes, the correct. Yep. That's the best way to describe they're them. big, and they're all wearing high heels. And they're... Well, to make them so tall. Yeah, big, tall platform shoes that have got, like, a foot to add onto them. And, like, three-foot-long dreadlocks. Three-foot-long, messy dreadlocks. And they've all got, like, really elongated foreheads just yep. so they're aliens and their eyes are weird and they've got long nails. And they've got weird shit on their faces. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so they're, they're, they're from a planet that's like a business, basically. It's like a corporation. They just yep. mine planets and drain the resources and then, you know... So Travolta's character gets, you know, overlooked and so he... For a promotion. For a promotion yep. to get off Earth because he hates Earth. 
because they're looking at it like, oh, it's terrible. Look at all this blue and green and rah rah rah. Yeah, real clever writing. Great, great job, guys. And he he doesn't get his promotion, so he cracks it, and you know he formulates a plan with Forrest Whitaker, who's his second in command. We're going to go and mine some gold, get rich, and frame everyone else. It's so. so I, I they, don't want to explain it because it's so full of holes. They they and lost nothingness. me. They lost me there because I'm thinking to myself, what does this advanced race species of aliens need with gold? Gold is valuable on Earth. They're teleporting between planets. Gold is valuable on Earth. Why is it valuable to these aliens? Yeah. Surely they have more valuable things. Yeah, it's they weird. can. They have teleportation. Yeah. They don't need gold. Yeah, what? Tell, imagine you invented teleportation tomorrow. The world would be changed forever. We would be able to fix and change and generate and. It the, the technology we would have to develop to make that a reality, in my mind, makes gold, unless it's an integral ingredient in teleportation, <laughs> yeah, in teleportation. makes gold not worth much. No, no. I mean, it makes, you know, it would change the world. And, and anyway, so gold's their thing. Anyway. But these actors I feel bad for, obviously didn't get a lot of time to practice in these gigantic, they look like they're sort of, if Freddy Krueger fucked the band Kiss. <laughs> These would be the children of that. Do, do you know what I mean? Yes. They're all really They're tall, kind big of... platform shoes. Some of them got collars and capes. Yeah. They're all kind of wearing leather. But they also look like they may have been burnt in a horrible but accident. They may have been disfigured horribly, like Freddy Krueger. <laughs> it's it's weird. Oh, and the actors themselves. I don't do first a of all, selling it. There's three or four quality actors in this. And even they can't say the lines convincingly in this film. No. And then you've got their movements where, you know, they're kind of, they're stumbling around like a drunk <laughs> clown. You know what I mean? Like, there's parts where they've got to walk up the ramps onto ships and you just sort of, and Forrest Whitaker, this is like big Forrest Whitaker when he was yeah. a big boy before he lost a bit of weight. He is, you know, he's, he's stumbling around these because <laughs> he's in these like four-inch platforms. Yeah. Like, it, it's weird. I don't know whose choice it was, like, just film them on a low angle. Yeah, like, can't, make can't them we film look them with perspective? Yeah. <laughs> That's the other thing I read was the director wanted to shoot it all with uh, what they call Dutch angles, so odd panels and odd angles, because he wanted a comic book feel. Mm. Oh, it's so disorientating that every single panel is this odd, weird angle. Like, it's, it's almost made me nauseous. Like, I'm like, oh, God, now we're, like, we're not even talking about anything that's relevant to anything. It's just a character putting on his nose thing, and we've got this, like, super-duper... <laughs> Low angle, tilted, and you're just like, oh, God, this is disgusting. This whole film is, I don't know how Travolta even wanted to be in this or be a part of it. And You can only assume it's the deep, visceral ties to L. Ron Hubbard. It has to be. I mean, that's why they're all getting so rapty about it. Like, it's a recruitment video for Scientology. Like, is this part of the Scientologist's <laughs> belief? This is the cyclo's real? I, um, I have to mention the excessive... And very badly executed use of slow motion on oh. all scenes where someone is getting shot at. Oh. And what bothers me a lot about the slow motion is not only is it overused and does the slow motion shots go for too long, but the sound design within those slow motion clips is terrible. Like we've got what about this. The, sorry, when you say sound design, what about the guns? It's <laughs> there's nothing. Like, if you were the sounds on that, what would you have done? Get a bit of pew-pew. Pew-pew would have been better. The Joker going pew-pew-pew would, would have been, been better. than just but, boom, boom. So you've got this ridiculous music in the background. You're in slow motion. Okay, let's try some heavy breathing, some, you know, audible pulse, 
some, you know, some foot grinding footprints in the gravel, you know, some kind of sense of urgency and fear and, you know. But I was even taking notice of when they take the miners out into the, you know, where they're not supposed to go to train them. Mm. And they're out in the woods, uh, nothing. Oh, There's no ambient sound. Why would you need to have that? Is this a thing because of, like, you guys killing the planet, there's no ambient sound? or mm. And if it is, let's make point of it. Can we, can we at least have some wind? Because it's really, like, you, you get nothing. It's it's almost like it was all done on a soundstage. Mm. And, and it's just so disorientating. The the sound is bad. The visuals are horrendous. The acting is so bad. Like, uh, Barry Pepper, I think, is such a great actor. But he's just a waste of piece of shit in this. And, like, he's just, ah. Uh, <laughs> I feel bad for the guy because he's probably one of his first roles or something, and he's he's so much better than this. They're all so much better than this. I, um, That's the most offensive part: is that every ah, uh, they're all. Just I, I had a moment just going back to my slow motion thing where I thought this shot could be the redeeming slow motion sequence. Yeah, okay. Of, which is where I can't even remember the guy's name. The lead caveman uh, is Johnny is running away, and he's getting shot at by like fifteen of these that psycho a few dudes. Times, yeah. And there's these like concrete or ceramic pillars on either side. I'm like, this looks just like the Matrix scene in the, the oh, lobby of yeah, the, yeah, of the building. About, yeah. And so he's running and there's these bullets whizzing past him and the, and the things are exploding yeah. and there's shrapnel going off. I'm like, this looks good. Like yeah. they could have tweaked the sound design a little bit, but this, this, this is actually, yeah, I like this shot. Oh, wait, it's still going. <laughs> uh, and it's still going. And nothing's changed. He's just run a little bit further, yeah, and it's still going. Why are they it, it went on for like a minute. It it was five to ten just second every, shot at most. I just can't stress it. Editing, sound, directing, <laughs> writing, acting. Everything. It's I even when I watch pieces of shit, I can still find something redeeming out of them. The set pieces in this are terrible. They look like they're made of cardboard. The special effects, I mean, I'm always pretty forgiving, are just useless. Yeah. The guns look like something out of Light Effects 1990. Like, they're just weird. And then, like I said, there's no sound for the guns. And the, color- the guns look like they're just fucking PVC piped, sprayed silver with glue, <laughs> macaron fucking shells glued onto them. There's just nothing redeeming about this film. It's so sad that Even it was the made. the colouring annoys me. Like, yeah. everything is so overtly blue. It was overused, coloured. Why like. is everything so blue? And then the only time you get a reasonable, you know, realistic colour balance is at the end when they've, you know, got rid of all the cyclos, they've killed them all and they've destroyed oh, their yeah, planet, yeah. is the sun rises over the humans and we get this normal, you know, colour palette going on again. Like, that was that held where some kind that? of significance. Yeah, where was that during the Like it's, you know, it's the dawn of a new day. They're trying to, you know, yeah, convey yeah. this message with, and it just, oh, it just annoyed me. <laughs> Everything about it annoyed me. <laughs> it's a really, and it's hard, it was hard to get through, man. I, yeah. I wish I'd been tired because I could have fallen asleep. But I wasn't I, tired, I think so the, I, I think the rage would have kept you awake. Yeah, it was just a bubbling rage of just like... <laughs> it would have just stopped you. And I thought it was going to be a fun... From what people had told me in the past, and like I said, we wanted to do this in our Bad Movie Club, yeah. uh, would be a fun kind of, you know, leprechaun, the room, these mm. kinds of, you know, uh, trolls too. You know, these kinds of fun film where, yeah, it's shit, but like, you know, it's... Part of the charm of it, yeah. and I think this takes itself so seriously. That's what I was going to say. I yeah. think the fact that it tries to be so serious and it's so ridiculous, yeah, that it just 
Yeah, and it just makes the, it so much the worse. The lazy writing and plot hole of just, so we're going to put the human in a machine that will teach him how to use all of our technology. Yeah, and he will then use that technology And then he'll us. teach the others. But, oh, hang on, now he's using it against us. And the fucking caveman dudes who learned to fly fighter jets. Yeah, learned to fly Harriers. I rewound because I thought, did I tune out? Oh, no, they just basically... Did I tune I out? Know. I thought maybe there was a training montage or something. Because Johnny teaches one guy how to fly and they find a, a flight simulator and he's like, oh, yeah, it's like breaking the horse. I can teach my men to do this. At what point is flying a plane like breaking a horse? And it's not just, they're not just adequate at getting from A to B. No, they're they're fighter pilots. Yeah, and they're fucking like in formations <laughs> and hovering. <laughs> yes. And then they're they like triggering, they know what you, oh my oh, God. Oh, yeah. shit. Like, you, oh. Mm. <sighs> Getting angry. Uh, Shane's tearing his eyebrows out currently, um, just talking about it. It's it's just it's so painful. It's just a terrible movie that I would never even. I'm not even going to recommend to it's watch it for its terribleness. And you know, rage I always inducing. Recommend. Oh, you cannot. In fact, if it's anyone just recommended that kind of money was thrown, he might as well have just taken a shit on like a hundred million dollar gold bar and then melted it with your shit. I think that's what you've got. Shit gold. I think if anyone recommends that you watch this movie. You just punch them straight in the Don't face. Don't listen. Push their, push whatever's in their hand to the ground and then <laughs> and just kick them away. in the teeth and run off. <laughs> do I don't care not, if it's a relative of yours. Do not I don't under care any if it's your circumstances. You kick them in movie. the teeth and then you run off. <laughs> yeah, we have watched this movie so that people don't have to watch this Correct. movie. Correct, yeah, we've taken the bullet for yeah, you. Yeah, this is a classic bullet-taking scenario. And I, I point out nine. Yeah. Nine out of a hundred. Yeah. I think yeah. it's probably still too high. I don't even know why, and I'm not trying to be a dick here. I don't even know. I'm trying to think of like a redeeming the, feature. The fact of this. that it ends is probably redeeming. Yeah. It's just, there's nothing. There's the nothing, man. The fact they didn't make a sequel, another redeeming feature. Yeah, there's just nothing. It, at no point do you ever care about the characters. Are There's not even engaged? great action sequel, like you said with no. the shootout. There's not even that. No. Like, I can dismiss bad character and bad story for good action. Mm. You can compromise. And we've done, that, we've done that in the past. Yeah, push something forward for me to... Yeah. I just... And normally I can, like, you know, Transformers, one of my hate, most hated franchises. Yep. Terrible movie, shit, rah, 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 <laughs> That's my opinion. But I also understand why people like it. Yep. I also get that. I get why some other people might find joy in this because I can see the positive that they might be... But this movie, I just, this movie's like. It's bringing nothing. It's got nothing. It's like just, I don't know what. I, I can't even. I don't know how. I mean, it takes a long time to make a movie. Yeah. I don't know how you get from the start to the end of making this movie and not one person at any time goes, I think we should change or I think we should stop or this isn't very good. And yeah. At no point, clearly, did anybody actually but, put their uh, hand up and go, yeah. oh. Excuse me, Mr. Director, this, this movie's kind of shit. Yeah, which, like, which happens on every other movie ever made as far as I can tell because at some point they try and improve something. Even a shit movie makes an attempt at proving something. Like, surely you know? they had dailies that they were watching and they kind of been happy and going back. At the end of the day going, that was some good footage we that shot today. Pretty good. Like, good. Good work, team. Like, yeah. Just no. The, the dialogue is terrible and yeah. it's then delivered with such apathy. It's, yeah. oh, it's yeah. so painful. <laughs> it's it is horrible. so painful. So that's a recommend for me then. Oh, um, my God. No, that's a non-recommend for me. Do not watch this film, uh, Mark. 
Do, uh, under no circumstances are you to watch Please, this film. Please, do not even torture someone by making them watch this film. It's, it's, it's not... I know people are now going to go off and watch it because they can't possibly <laughs> believe. believe that it's this bad. Yeah, but it well, is, believe well, us. Very rarely do I not recommend a film. Like you can find something in everything. You can always pull on a thread. There's no threads to pull in. There's one. nothing on this. It's Giant a dreadlocks, maybe. You can that's why I'd love to know what that nine out of the hundred is. Where they found the nine points from. And just that scene with his wife. It was so pointless and obviously shoehorned in there. Mm. Just so they could have the tongue gag as well. <laughs> Normally and, I'd find that and, charmingly stupid. And but d- d- yeah, that, that even annoyed me because there's the assumption that this alien race's has um, dicks re- and reproductive like system yeah. is similar to humans. Yeah, and that yeah, that the having a big tongue is a good thing. Mm. Yeah, you, yeah, it's no context at all. And they go out of their way to make it so that you know, these aliens don't speak this language. Mm. He has to learn it, and then he learns it and speaks. Oh, I'm not going to get into it. I'm not going to get into it. <laughs> He's already into I'm it. Already like ten thousand word oh. letter to John Travolta. Dear Mr. Travolta. Dear Mr. Travolta. Let me first make it understand and understood that I loved Michael. I thought it was a great film. I'm probably one of the few. But that Battlefield Earth was a piece of shit. <laughs> and it is strikingly um, apparent how many people refer to this movie as a piece of shit. Like, yeah. that is what it's known as. I feel bad because I've always seen, like, movie lists with bad movies that are fun to watch. This is not one of those. No, it's not on those Not lists. in my opinion. This is not even close to, you know, go and watch The Leprechaun. That'll give you a laugh and it's a bad movie and you get to see Ice-T in it and... <laughs> You know, it, Trolls 2, like a woman seduces a man with a corner cob. It's brilliant. Watch it, you know. Cob of corn. Cob of corn, what did I say? Corn of cob. Corn of this corn. movie's fine with my head. It's, it's messed him up, people. I mean, I'm done. I'm retiring. The show's over. <laughs> We've broken him. We're We've done. finally broken We're done. him. We're uh, done. Yeah, so, yeah, that was good. That was good. Not that, though. That was no. bad. That was horrendous. I apologise. Greatest Hollywood train wrecks. Uh, part of my instincts must have been stopping me from watching that movie. That's right, yeah, you've got a self-defence mechanism. Because everyone's like, it's great, it's really bad, you like bad cinema. I'm like, Mm. okay, cool, cool, check it out. But my brain's probably like, don't you check that out, motherfucker. (laughs) Don't you you check that out. You know that's a bad film, that's just bad, bad. It's not bad, good. It's bad, bad, bad. Bad, bad, bad. Yeah. Let's find another topic for next week that's better. We should, yeah, definitely. At least. We need need to end on a happy note. Yes, yes, yes. So, uh, we haven't got the next episode lined up, but we'll post about it as we like to do. We're trying to. We've got a few we guests might. that have approached us that would like to appear on the show, so mm. we'll um, we'll chat to them and see what theme comes to the surface, and then that's we'll let it. you know about it. Yeah, that's it. And as yeah. always, if you have any thoughts and feelings and feedback for us, you can get in touch on our Facebook page. So we're seeing three podcasts. I'm going to start a whole thread just about Battlefield Earth. I hope you to, do, just to get my vent out. Um, so, yeah, scene three podcast on Facebook or scene three at gmail.com. Scene three podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, yeah. And as I mentioned it to you the other day, we might even start a Twitter. So Yeah, I don't know what Twitter is. I don't know what it is because what I thought was it is no longer it. Oh, dear. Wait, I can't remember that. Is it Grandpa Simpson quote? So I think that. That's it. Yeah. It's definitely Simpsons. Now, I'm what is, sure it's isn't it anymore? I'll figure that out and get back to you. But, um, yeah, so get in touch and don't forget to subscribe and like and comment and do all, share, those, share episodes. Do all those social things. Yeah, share. Get us on board. Get us on, and if you want to be on the show, contact us. We, we, we've got a few people from previous episodes who've got a few ideas, but we always welcome new blood. Mm. New blood. Everyone likes a bit of new blood. Ooh, uh, uh.
One new blood. Yeah, I was going to say, that's not even Dracula. I'm just going full Two count. Two new bloods. Two new bloods. Oh, three oh, new bloods. Oh, <laughs> thank you, everybody. Oh, now I just went completely. <laughs> that, was, that was uh, forgetting Sarah Marshall. That was, uh, yeah, that was yeah. rock opera Dracula. Oh, die, die. die. I'm can't. already dead. <laughs> Good night. See you next week. <laughs>